at the top. Should we should we turn this? The, 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 is it? Can you hear that? You probably can, but like you know what? Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Hello and welcome to, let's say it's episode 100 of Freedom of Good Heart. Definitely not episode Thank 100. you so much for having me on this, your centennial episode. <laughs> oh, look at this, balloons are falling from the ceiling, ding, dang, dong, it's episode 100. 100. We're starting the count from 100 again. Or as Julius Caesar would say, episode C. <laughs> uh, my name is Michael Hing, I'm joined by Ben Jenkins and our guest, uh, we've done the thing we've been doing recently, Ben, yeah. where we invite ourselves over to our guest's house mm-hmm. to record the podcast. It's great yeah. with Sam Taunton. <laughs> Was great with our guest Dave Harmon, whose house we're at now. He gave us free water. <laughs> yeah, thank you for inviting yourselves over on this Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, That's what this really, is. This is a real, uh, this is a real tiny Tim maneuver. Um, can I tell you, Dave? That, yeah. that, um, I'm so grateful you're available because, mm. um, I, and I'm not saying you were way I down. feel great about being available <laughs> at two hours notice on Christmas Eve. <laughs> A couple of people we asked uh, during the week. I really asked you to stop telling our guests this. <laughs> Go I on. really asked you to do this. Stop doing this weird power play no. where you say how many people we went through. I, I'm not, not going to. There was one person we asked. Uh, and <laughs> they was, would have been a really great guest. No, and it was um, <laughs> regular guest and also a friend of ours, Alex Lee. Sure. I asked her if she'd do it today. And she said to me, um, no, Hing, I will not be joining you and Ben to do a podcast on Christmas Eve. And I said... Why the fuck not? We're your closest friends in the world. What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? And then mm-hmm. she revealed to me that it is her son's birthday today. <laughs> revealed. <Shit>, it is. <laughs> and, I said to, and I said to her, well, look, you don't want to miss the first birthday. It's very important. And then she revealed to me that her son is two years old. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a bad friend. And, and, You're such a bad friend. And, and that's how I know, Ben, that it is almost your son's second birthday because they're it of is. a similar age. Thank you. Well, I'm glad that Alex Lee got to jump in front of that rudeness bullet before it hit me. <laughs> it was brutal. It was, it was, sorry, the, the reverse of that was brutal because she then sent Hum a photo of, of the child uh-huh. and said, oh, you know, he's looking at a Christmas tree. This is cute. And yeah. Hum was like, do you want to show it to me as well? And I was like, oh, Alex would have sent me the same photo. <laughs> and then Alex had actually sent me a message um, that just said, I sent Hum a photo of my son. Here's something you'll enjoy. And it was a, po- a photo of a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, well. She absolutely got you. I know, got absolutely uh, brutalised. Uh, do you know, I just realised I messaged uh, Alex Lee this morning mm-hmm. to say, do you want to take the kids to the park and have like a glass of wine for Christmas Eve? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, don't think I got away with that. Because if I just said and have a glass of wine, it could have been like I'd remembered it was Xavier's birthday. What, you were going to crack open a bottle of wine <laughs> to drink with Xavier in a no, park? No, what I mean is like we, we do this thing where sometimes we just take the kids to a park and we have like a glass of wine and maybe mm. some cheese or whatever. Yeah. But I was just kind of going back over in my head, going back into my memory palace to see if it would make it would make it seem like I was wishing wishing Xavier a happy birthday. Oh sure. But I explicitly said the occasion is Christmas Eve <laughs> and nothing else. And if you did get away with it, the fact that she will probably hear this episode means That's true, she does listen. <laughs> uh, um, well Dave, how have you insulted Alex Lee to uh, this year? <laughs> well, I, I haven't sent a message yet congratulating Xavier Lee on this the occasion of his second birthday, which I'm gonna do after this message. And I think I'll get away with that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, how how have you been elsewise? How have you how are you celebrating Christmas this year? You doing I, anything special? Yeah, I'm not sleeping. I'm <laughs> I'm, um, I'm s- constantly stressed and is that because, sweaty. Is that because you've been visited by three ghosts? <laughs> They're really keeping you up. Really should have given Bo- yeah, Bob Cratchit that time off. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. The end of the year, I, I thought I was feeling pretty good and I'm just finding it a real slog to get through this year. It's almost mm. like this year has been some kind of yeah, wow. drama big, for everybody. Being, <laughs> a bit of a, being a bit of a drama queen about this year, I've got to say. Wow, I don't wow. really know what... Um, well, I haven't heard many complaints about this year. No, and <laughs> just if we can stay on um, a Christmas Carol for a second, I, I do think of you as the um, the Scrooge McDuck of Dragon Friends. Okay, Scrooge Dave. McDuck isn't a character in a Christmas Carol. No, he's very much not. <laughs> he is. Right, what you've done there, <laughs> what you've done there is you've confused Ducktales yeah. with a Christmas Carol. Now I wouldn't be surprised if if Ebenezer Scrooge, that's the that's the character that Charles Dickens wrote in a Christmas Carol, uh-huh. is possibly Scrooge McDuck's namesake. And I also equally wouldn't be surprised if Ducktales have done a version of a Christmas Carol. So in a, in a maddening way, you're probably correct. Yeah, that uh, he has appeared in some version of a Christmas Carol where maybe the three nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie play the three ghosts. I don't know what the details are. I reckon. No, I reckon that they play an amalgamation of the little tiny Tim. Surely. Mm. Oh yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Maybe they're all standing. Oh, on and do you know what? Um, Bob Cratchit is Donald Duck, which would make sense because he's he's their guardian. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be that. Well, and, anyway, the point I was going to make. Sorry, sorry. Uh, and Launchpad McQuack. Launchpad McQuack <laughs> is yeah the ghost of. Oh, he's <laughs> in Bleak House. He plays <laughs> Mr. Jones. <laughs> um, well, for for listeners uh, who don't know where we are, this is this is the room. Uh, that we record the uh, Dragon Friends Twitch streams in that we're recording in right mm. now. So, so, um, so this this may have a Dragon Friends flavor to it. Yeah, less because of the room and more because it has around half the cast <laughs> of Dragon Friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but Dave, uh, I didn't realize that in the absence of us doing Twitch streams regularly from the Dragon Friends um, uh, Beef Babes stream, uh, you've turned this into your money bin, which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, taking all those Dragon Friends dollars. I'm trying to look can... after myself. It's resistance training. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear, but but there's lots of, um, I think these are little gold coins yeah, jingle, and jangle, some, jingle, some precious rubies. <laughs> um, no, well, thank you for having us. And uh, look, I'm going to be honest. When we started this podcast, it was a little bit hot. So mm-hmm. Dave turned on his beautiful air conditioner. Do you want me to turn the air con off? No, I was going to say I'm really loving it. And mm-hmm. the, the level that it was at before was mm-hmm. a dream. Mm-hmm. And then you, Michael, said the listeners are going to hear that. Yeah. And we need to turn it down. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of seething with rage. <laughs> Are you warm? Are you really going to like get up on your pedestal as the person who wants the sound quality of the podcast to go down? No, yeah, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. Wait, are you I, warm I, in this? This is consistent. Oh, well, hang my, on, Ben. It's, yeah. it's the middle of summer in Australia and you're wearing jeans. This is not our it's fault. It's Christmas time. <laughs> In Australia, I get very confused with pop culture. It's Christmas. Th- hey, are cherries a winter fruit? I don't know, but I have them at Christmas, so I think so they're a summer fruit. Yeah, we have them at Christmas. Is that Australian? That's what I'm asking. What what came first? Well, cherries are on berries are on holly, but that, is that meant to be cherries? I, don't, I think those, David, are poisonous. Yeah, I, think, I, I don't eat I them. Think I think holly eat, berries I are poisonous. Don't go down the street yeah. eating them off doors. But, but what I mean is, yeah, have we do we import berries from North? I mean, cherries from North America because it, it's such a Christmas fruit, or have I kind of Berenstein Bears? Cherries into American because well, you also eat them on top of an ice cream sundae, and ice cream is a cold thing. It feels like an Arctic. No, but those are glazed cherries. You don't have oh, a regular do think, cherry. Do you think ice cream comes from the Arctic? No, I mean I don't. No, no, Hank, let me just walk back that back a second. What I'm saying is that I think that I associate it with winterous wonderland. Wait, because oh, you're see. eating ice cream during winter, or because it's no, a- you're confused. You're just, Dave, <laughs> no. I think what's happened is, I think what you have okay. is that you think. It's the temperature of whatever's in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the human thermometer. (laughs) Yeah. I think... The humble mouth. In the the same way that if you take a bird and put a a, uh, sheet over its cage, it thinks it's dark. I think if any... It's it's kind of like the opposite of synesthesia. You know, the people that kind of see colours and musical notes. Yeah. I can't even... 
see difference unless I'm also tasting it. Exactly. Exactly. How have you been, Ben? Have you been well? I've been I've been well. Mm-hmm. We I uh, before I got here, I was on the phone to my sister, um, who was was appropriately enough for this podcast, and actually quite sadly, Gumtree scammed on Christmas. On fuck, what? she got fucking braziered. Fuck, what was she trying to buy a Pilates? A Pilates she before? wasn't trying to buy. A, she was trying to buy. Uh, uh, they have four children, Michael and mm-hmm. David. Four mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. That is insane to me that they have that, but uh, they do. I'm from a family of four children, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> they are really good parents. They have four beautiful, excellent children, and they wanted to treat one of their kids this year who's just gotten into playing the flute. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> with the flute, the flute. <laughs> but like, how do you treat someone? Oh, sorry. I'm well, they, they rent you. You rent. I think you rent a flute from the school oh, and then you have to give right. it back over the whole... So I, I don't know, but they were going to buy her her very own flute. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of money, so they went on to Gumtree and found one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, look, they did get a flute, but it was an absolute flimflam. Like, what was it? What was it? The was guy it? was like, this is mint condition, this is as new, and so they got it off him, they gave him the money, which was like yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and then they took it to the flute merchant to get you know tuned up or whatever. Yeah, appraised or whatever. Well, I think just like you know, they took it to Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, they took it. To, they, they they got on a plane. They went to some weird fucked up castle. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, the guy was like, "This is the most fucked flute I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> get this piece of shit out of my shop." No, he wasn't. He was like, "Where did you get this?" <laughs> A lake? (laughs) (laughs) Did you fish this out of that horrid lake? Um, Oh, no. What was wrong with it? Do you know what was wrong with it? It was just fucking old. Right, Are they going to keep the flute? Well, no, because then um, they they, they contacted my wife. Okay. Who was a very very frightening lawyer woman. (laughs) (laughs) This is an escalation of buying something for a child. (laughs) Hell yeah. And she... Had the man killed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, so is that is that technically speaking a lawyer skill? Every lawyer gets one. <laughs> yeah, his mum's a lawyer. Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Um. Well, no, so, so did, did Anya go in? Okay, so um, now they are currently, as we record this podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. As we record this podcast, she just sent her. Anya was like, "Here's what you send the guy. Like, he, this is the language that you use. Here's uh-huh. what you send him." Because he was being an asshole. That he was like, he was like, "Well, uh, how do I know that you didn't like?" Throw it in a lake. Yeah, age the flute <laughs> in between buying it and taking it to the shop. Incredible. Using all this like faux legalese. Yeah, right. Um, so anyway, his and then he was like, "Okay, well, look, fine. Let's meet in a public place. That's weird. <laughs> um, and I'll give you the money. You give me the flute. And they're meeting right now. The exchange wow. is happening now. Right now in the food court of the fanciest um, shopping center. In, you should have uh, recommended. In the North Shore of Sydney. And ben, look, obviously, you know your family's. Um, private affairs with um, Facebook sellers or Gumtree sellers uh-huh. is the the primary purpose of that is obviously the the, the joy the you know of the child yeah and is not content for this podcast not, no but having <laughs> as, said that as a I secondary am, bonus as I am furious that you didn't nominate Dave's house as a public place <laughs> <laughs> for the exchange to happen you know if he wants if he wants witnesses we'll turn on the live stream we'll go live yeah. baby come on but it was really funny because like and this is like uh, I, you know I might be being a bit of a wife simp here but. Um, <laughs> But it was funny. Call me guilty. <laughs> I love my wife. Um, but Anya is a very good lawyer, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and when he kind of no, re- she sued me for all its worth. <laughs> That's why you own all of this podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I earned it. When she, when the guy kind of started pushing back, responding with, "Oh, actually, according to the O Triple C," I was like, 
Because you've seen one episode of The Checkout, which you also <laughs> yeah. Actually, I would feel that you and Anya are actually a terrifying, specifically <laughs> yeah. terrifying couple to come up against in this in yeah. this regard. But I was like there by the phone while she was texting CJ, who was texting this guy being like, put him in a body bag. Like, <laughs> it was real pathetic stuff. Um, wow. But yeah, so, yeah. so potentially mm. the next time we record this podcast. Yeah, you're going to have to give I'll, some closure. I'll give, you, I'll give you an update on, oh, on the so flute. Good. Oh, that's so um, exciting. And you're going to have to tell me as well because I do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he refuses to. Fair enough, man. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's one of my, I never thought it would happen to me, sort of <laughs> writing into Playboy stories that, that, that my family got gum trees. My other worry, Ben, is that yeah. now that you've talked about this on the podcast, yeah. in, you know how our listeners, as lovely as they are, do try to get involved in the podcast quite a bit. Yeah. And I do worry that now... Um, they know you'll talk about any me- member of your family who is scammed on Gumtree. <laughs> your extended family will become targets, pigeons, if you will, for yeah. our listeners. Well, my wife has a very specific set of skills. <laughs> but she's already used her one to get this guy killed. No, so. I, yeah. I mean, her, her skills are like the minutiae of administration law. Um, <laughs> but, you it know, doesn't sound quite as good down a phone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh. do you guys want a, a classified? Let's kick it off, shall we? Do you we? want a classified? Yes, please. Okay, well, this one was sent in by one of those listeners that we were just uh, talking about. One of those... One of those great, wonderful listeners who's just in, in the past little while I feel really stepped up. And you know their name, Ben? Yeah, their you're name. Not, you're not in any way stalling. No, goodness me. Why would I stall? Um, why would I stall when I have the name of the listener uh-huh. t- uh, for whom this is Etienne? Etienne. Etienne. Hello, Etienne. <laughs> Hello, Etienne. And I do apologize if I've got that wrong. I'll tell you why. I made it Frencher than it probably is. Right, okay. Because. Sorry. Is it Ethan? <laughs> is that <what> <laughs> Um. Because the picture accompanying this ad, uh-huh. which is why it really caught my eye, um, is uh, is of the Paris catacombs. Oh, so it's of a, of a big bunch of skulls. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. A big. Have you ever been to the Paris catacombs, either of you? Uh, no, I haven't. I've been to the City of the Dead. That's a different thing, isn't it? What is that? That's like the. <laughs> that, that's not a real thing. No, that is a real <laughs> thing. I know it sounds tr- like some <laughs> necromancer Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, you took a boat down a river <laughs> and you ended up in the River oh, Styx. I died. Yeah. Up, yeah. In France, in Paris, Paris Lacaze, the the Pe- mausoleum. Pel- that, maybe the, that's guys. Right. Not all of us live in, in France, all right. So uh, the, the, you have to the, the cemetery where yeah. Edith Piaf and yes. and um, Morrison, and Morrison and stuff. And are, it's really are sad because Morrison died, and people go there to leave things for him. Yeah. and then they write that they were there and what they think of him and, and what's come to them on anybody else's grave. Yeah, nearby. it's real crook. You it's wouldn't t- want to just be like some guy because oh, I think Pelachet was just like, I don't know if it was like the the celeb corpse. Pit um, until like yeah. Oscar Wilde's buried there, PF's buried Rockefeller's there, Rockefeller's buried there. I think yeah. So I think for a while it was, but there's definitely just wow. some fucking randos, right? And they're just graves are being but it's a, it's tarnished like by six city blocks of mausoleums. It's a lot. Wow. Yeah. I think Amy Winehouse is buried there. Too too many um, too many graves. Too I'll many, say it. What like do you think more people? <laughs> do you think less people should be buried or less people should be dead? Mm, uh, <laughs> Well, I guess one leads to the other, frankly. <laughs> no, let's, let's start from the pr- principle that as many people are going to be dead in Paris as to fill that. But do you want to, like, see them cremated? Is that... Yeah, I haven't really thought through the second order thought of this, but I imagine some sort of space well, rocket? Well, do you know, the opposite of a space rocket is a catacomb, because uh, I've actually written a thing about this before, about the Paris catacombs. Didn't you piss yourself at the Paris okay, catacombs? Yes, I pissed myself at the Paris catacombs, and that is a lot of, the, a lot of what I wrote about it. But to give it... To give it a little bit of historical flavour, before I got to that bit, I did a bit of research on, on how the Paris catacombs came I to be. I don't care about it. You wet yourself. <laughs> if that was in the story, that did not get through to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is 
this historical context. All I remember from that story, did you do, you did a story club maybe? Did you? I think yeah. I did, yeah. And then I wrote it up as a thing for my newsletter. Sure. And, I yeah. feel like the version of what I heard was uh, nothing happened and then you were in the catacombs and you were weeing. That's how I remember. That's, okay, how, well, that's, that's how my memory. You've, you've just gone back into and edited out the, 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 the thrilling <laughs> historical detail that I put in there. Okay, so it's the opposite of a spaceship. Well, I just mean that like... It's it's a problem of, of surplus bones, right? It's uh-huh. the same thing that we're talking about. Okay, yeah. This was around about Les Mis times. Uh huh. You um, think they did the Paris catacombs because uh, they th- they had too many bones in Paris? <laughs> no, they did because it was during. Oh, because everyone's dying. Everyone was dying of, of a plague of old of an old timey plague. <laughs> Call it colic of the bum. I don't know, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but everybody's dying. They're like, where do we put all these fucking deados? Yeah. And then um and then someone was like, well, why not in the sewers? And everyone was like, oh, très bien. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And, then, and they sort them by bone. So initially, and size. initially, it was just a bone pit. Oh, that's right, because it wasn't. It wasn't the people who were dead. They got. I think they got to be in the ground. Mm. It was. They just exhumed the. Oh, of course. They exhumed yeah. the the original bones. Oh, so they could have a do over on the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, exhumed the original bones. Those and re- threw them in the bone pit. Um, yes, and then somebody. Who was like a duke, I think. A brilliant but troubled interior <laughs> yeah, decorator. Basically, <laughs> basically some aristocrat pervert, right? Um, was like, hey, you know those bones? I'll, I'll make them real. I'll, I'll make them real pretty, like. And then he went into the sewers for three months, <laughs> and no one heard from him. Yeah. And he's like, I did that thing we agreed on. Yeah. Yeah, and in case you're wondering, there was no jerking off, and they were like, "That's a Why weird." Did you say that last. It was a weird because until you said that you hadn't jerked off on any of the. Okay. None of us would have. Um, um, all right, so this classified bit. So yeah, anyway, it's a picture of the Paris catacombs, but Michael, it uh-huh. doesn't have a lot to do with the Paris catacombs. <laughs> okay, good thing we spent ten minutes talking about it. Then. <laughs> Except that it is. Should I explain why I pissed myself in the Paris catacombs? No, no, because I, I feel like if we just let that. No, okay, okay, no I don't like think can, anybody is going to take in any more information <laughs> on that okay, subject. That can People be, can find the story. Club. The year is 1876. <laughs> Um, it's important that you know he pissed through his jeans. Now go. Okay. So this is an ad actually from Wollongong. <laughs> Great. Maybe as far from the from yeah. the city of Gay Perry as possible <laughs> to get. Wollongong, New South Wales, posted by Gummy Mike. Sorry. His name is not Gummy Mike. He is he's, a, he's a gummy, yes. which is what people Gummies. on Gumtree call themselves. Mm-hmm. And his name is Mike. His Christian name is Mike. Um okay. Wanted! Full stop! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. How would we pass that? Wanted. Full stop, exclamation mark. Yeah. Wanted! Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Wanted! Um, Bones, skulls, taxidermy. Want bones? (laughs) This is illegal. (laughs) Negotiable. Okay. He's saying he doesn't have as much as how much he wants to pay, but he's Uh negotiable. Uh uh Want bones, skull. Singular here Skull Taxidermy If it's weird I want to know about it If it makes people go Why? I'm interested in <laughs> In it Brackets Dolls and other haunted nonsense Is not necessary <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'll pay Not much But we'll pay Okay so they This person Gummy Mike Wants yeah. He doesn't want dolls, but he does want taxidermy. He wants all, all bones, but just one skull. Yeah, uh, what I'm reading into this and none is... none of it can be haunted. 
Well, no, the, no, I do think you, it can be haunted, but haunted dolls aren't necessary. Yeah, because he says other haunted. Well, no, this is difficult. This is difficult. Are, are, all, are all skeletons haunted? Well, this is just <laughs> this is just an issue of surely um, all the bones. Well, surely all bones are haunted. This is an interesting sentence structure problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 if if this were a visual medium, guys, uh-huh. I draw us a syntax tree. Sure, okay, but, but we, we just don't, we just simply don't have the time. <laughs> but basically, he's saying. Dolls and other haunted nonsense is not necessary. The other in that sentence, I don't know if it's referring to dolls, uh-huh. like haunted dolls, or if he's saying... All dolls are haunted. Or if he's saying the skulls and the taxidermy can be haunted. Do you right. know what I mean? Okay, okay. No, I, I, if I was to read that, I would think that he assumes all dolls are haunted. <laughs> so there, there is an implied... The way he says it... Like straight out of the box, like brand new G.I. Yeah. Joe out of the Bobby, box. haunted, G.I. Yeah. Joe, haunted, Ken, haunted. Yeah. And it's he's a- saying, all dolls are haunted, and any other haunted stuff you want to bring me, no thank you. Okay. Yeah. It suggests something that I don't think I've experienced in the in this kind of buy-trade sell world, which is that if you try to buy human remains on Gumtree, <laughs> people will come back to you and say, well, no, I don't have any human remains, but I do have a rocking chair my grandmother used to <laughs> that own. Is absolutely. And so I think oh, that's necessary. On. Yeah, I actually, now that I think about it, like, yeah, I can see. Because yeah. obviously, um, outside of Les Mis era, Paris, human remains are actually quite hard to come by. Illegal, actually, to, they, illegal to sell. Actually, what do you think about through it? a human, carrier system? Human remains are actually one of the most plentiful resources. <laughs> yeah, we have so many humans. Everybody has human remains inside them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's. I mean, it should be easier to get a human skull than like yeah. an elephant tusk. But I imagine more questions would be asked. How many phone calls are you away from a human skull? Oh, like one. What really? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure we've got, we probably I, got one at home. What? I, I, I know a guy. Yeah. I know a guy who has a couple of skeletons. Yeah. Now, hang on. This is for two very different reasons. You, because your parents are doctors. I reckon when they went through med school, yeah. they were given actual skeletons because it was fucked up. Back and in the you, day. can I guess, because you went to drama school? Yeah, yeah. And designers. people have. Oh, did yeah. you see that thing recently about how Tchaikovsky, I yeah. think, left his skull. To the Royal Shakespeare Theatre yeah, was be, like, to I want to be Yorick. Yeah. I yeah. want to be Yorick when you do Hamlet. And they were like, absolutely, Tchaikovsky, you fucking weapon. Um, and then apparently, I knew he was going to do it. <laughs> and then a bunch of people, when they found out about this during their most recent run of it or whatever, they complained and were like, the fact that you're using a real human skull really upsets us as an audience. Please stop doing it. And they're like, oh, sure, we'll stop doing it. And then the, the Shakespeare yeah. just kept using the, the skull. The, the last person, I think, to use it as... Um, as Hamlet was David Tennant, which yeah. was not long ago. <laughs> after, was, after a while, they would it would also be like part of the thing of all these Hamlets have touched it. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So there's no yeah. way they're getting rid of it. Is Hamlet the cursed play? What? What no, do you think the plot of Hamlet is? No, sorry, I could not tell you. <laughs> I, I I know that it's been parodied in The Simpsons, and okay, there's a whole no, thing about ear poison. Okay, no, um, that is that is that is in Hamlet. That is, yeah, yeah. And the crusty crusty the clown, I assume is. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, know. No, Crescent the Clown isn't in it. Like. <laughs> no, but he's like, he's like. I think there's a joke in this sense where he's like, ear poison, ear poison. So that's sure. That's my. Fuck, I didn't tell you guys about my ear issue. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay, so like three days ago, right? Uh huh. <laughs> oh, this was so bad. I <laughs> just don't tell us. <laughs> nah, si- he's got to. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and I felt like something move in my ear a little bit, and I was oh, like, oh, no. that's a waxy fellow in there. Oh no. So I went. To the bathroom, and Anya was like, "What are you doing?" 
<laughs> and I must have been moving to the bathroom in such a way that <laughs> you were about she, to do an injury to yourself. Yeah, because she was like, before I'd done anything, she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> were you like, like holding a knife? <laughs> ben gets up out of the couch after like fiddling with his ear for a bit, walks to the kitchen, looks, pulls out a metal skewer, looks at it, makes a practice swishing motion and starts to walk towards the bathroom. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom, got, got out some Q-tips, right? Uh-huh. And he was like, okay, what, do you, what, what are those? Okay, because you're not meant to put those in your ear. Well, that's, that's funny. What, are you my wife now? Because that's exactly what she said. <laughs> well, those, just... those were her words precisely. <laughs> you're not supposed to put those in your ear. And I was like, no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> and she was like, no, I can think of literally no other use for these. <laughs> um, well, that was kind of my thought. I was like, what else could you go in your ears? And I was like, I'm not going to like jab it. I'll just swab it. You know what I mean? Like try get it from the side. Uh-huh. Because I know that's where the eardrum is. So you're going <laughs> to slip it in between the wax and then scoop the wax out. It's basically the plan. And uh-huh. I was, I kept thinking to myself, it's going to be so fucking satisfying, right? So I put it in oh my, my ear God. and then immediately, like basically immediately went deaf. <laughs> like, <laughs> can, I say, can I say, man, <laughs> I, I don't know if Dave's noticed this, but you've been shouting this whole time. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Ben's just got this volume up in the headphones a bit much. But you're, you're just deaf in one ear. Well, no, here's what happened. Well, okay. <laughs> just look. I put it in there and I could just feel immediately like, oh, I've like completely covered my eardrum, right? Like I've like... Uh-huh. And then, look, I don't like... Honestly, scene missing could not... Ex- I did it to the other ear too. Why? Why? Hang on, hang on. So you deafened yourself by using a medical instrument incorrectly and then... Did it to the other ear. Were you like, were you like, well, obviously I won't be able to triangulate sounds if one ear is deaf and the other one isn't, so I'll just do it to the other one? Well, is I was thinking, here's, okay, if I'm honest, here's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm already going to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's happening. If I, if I go with one ear, they'll be like, you put a Q-tip in there, and they'll be like, and I'll be like, yeah, and they'll be like, you're a moron. If I do it to both ears, they'll be like, wow, let's call Dr. House. <laughs> <laughs> what malady has befallen this man? So anyway, I fucking did it again. Like I, I did it in the other exact same result. Fuck. <laughs> Went to the doctor. You, yep. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, that's fine. You know, not a lot of people don't know you have to do Q-tips. Which ear is it?" And I was like, mm, "It, it is both ears." And he was like, "Did you do it at the same time? Like, what did you?" <laughs> no, I ruined one ear and then thought, "I wonder if my left ear is stronger." <laughs> anyway, he was so good about it, and he literally syringed with water, like just just pumped my head full of water mm. for literally forty five minutes. Could you just go for a swim? Is that the same thing? No, no. it doesn't work. You've never had yeah. you've never had the never thing. had my ear syringed. Yeah. No, yeah. no, but it was for forty five minutes, and then I had to come back in two days' time. <laughs> I'd fucked him up so bad. Wow. So that is the plot of Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of ears, yeah. and this is ear chat now, I had a recent ear problem, which was I, I, I've i started swimming at the public pool near my house because mm-hmm. uh, I thought, what better time than a pandemic to <laughs> go to the public pool? But, but it's an outdoor pool and uh, no one likes to go to an outdoor pool anymore. Because um, there's a pandemic. Because yeah. there's a pandemic, so it's empty, I which read, is great. I read something about that. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, why is no one... I, I was like, obviously pandemic, but like things have been up and down in Australia. So it's been safe for a couple of weeks. And I thought, oh, maybe it'll be okay. So I started going. And when I started going, I was like, why is no one else here? This is great. Um, and then I realized the reason no one goes to public pools is because there's a lot of um, mean um, kids there. <laughs> <laughs> Just mean children who will make fun of you for... I think kids look at me and they sense... Weakness, weakness, yeah. and also just like oh, it comes off of you in waves. Yeah, but not just weakness, but I think I think it's like a fun weakness. Like sure. you know how there's like some weak people. If you make fun of them, they immediately 
break down and cry. Yeah. yeah. I think kids know if they make fun of me, it sort That's of... It's not happening it, for an hour. Yeah. Or <laughs> it energises me. And I'm like, oh, we're making fun of each other, are we? <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway, I was... I That's was, really interesting. So what you're saying is you're not mad... You find it funny, in fact. That you get <laughs> I find it so bullied funny. By, bullied it's by children. so great. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I went to the pool. Uh, was getting uh, all the lockers were taken. The thing I assume by these kids, um, <laughs> and so I was uh, just by the side of the pool, taking off my uh, shirt and getting into my. Uh, I was taking off my pants, had my togs underneath. Yeah. And I went to dive into the pool, and this kid comes up to me and goes, "Oh, you can't dive at this end." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> How old do we think this kid is? Oh, you're very bad at guessing. I like would be like. Five, but seven. You, like sure. you're prepared to take instruction, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, you know, this is the shallow end. You got to dive in there. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh and then, <laughs> so I was like, so I went down the other end, and I was like, about to dive in, and the life guy was like, whoa, 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 buddy, <laughs> can't dive in this end. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. And he's like, yeah, this is the shallow. End. Go back to that. I was like, oh, but someone told me, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, who? And I was like, oh, that that child. <laughs> oh, no, there hasn't been a child around here in thirty years. Um, that child was trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real funny, real funny that stuff. That would have broken your fucking neck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Anyway, so I was <laughs> going for a swim, and then afterwards had a bunch of water yeah. in my ear, I and so did that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been. So I did that thing. You know, you put your yeah, you head jump. to the side and you jump up and down. Yeah. I there was about. Ten kids that gathered round and <laughs> just mocked me. Just were doing it like they were. They, oh, were, they were doing it like they you? were doing it like I was doing it and laughing at me. One, like some of them were filming themselves doing it oh to, as like a fun joke. It was it was pandemonium. That's, it was. Did you want to flee or did were you determined no, to stay? No, I was like kind of mucking about, and then I like was like oh, guys because he, he found it funny. I was like, guys, if you keep doing this, I'm gonna have to get the life gut, you know, yeah. like that or whatever. And then uh, the lifeguard walked past and was like, don't involve me, mate. <laughs> 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 getting wedgie jet. Just getting brutalized by these kids. Oh um, anyway, yeah, I'm a fucking laughing stock at the at the at the pool. Yeah. So oh. a laughing stock at the pool is a very specific energy, <laughs> and I really think two people have it. It's Kirk Van Houten and you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't sleep in a race car. (laughs) David Harmon, do you have one you'd like to share with us? I do. This was sent in by Ruby Craven. Thank you, Ruby. And it is from the Baronia Fern Tree Gully Swap and Sell No Rules. Woo! Which is... Um, an that sounds like the fucking wild, wild west of Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> suggests to me that there are two Baronia Fern Tree Gully <laughs> swapping cells yeah. and one of them's run by a real nut. This is an absolute schism. All right. Alert! Four exclamation marks. This man here is the owner of Jimmy Kebab Baronia. Thursday at 10.30pm at night, he trespassed onto my property and into my caravan, mm-hmm. capital letter, oh, without no. permission. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not just that he had told my workers I had known him and allowed him to come in and check on my ca- um, caravan. He mm-hmm. walked in casually next to my till, next to all my, stuck, my stock, and took a video recording... <laughs> Interesting. Of all the items I use for my desserts, brackets, crazy cups. Oh, (laughs) is this the crazy cups guy? This is fraud. (laughs) It may well be illegal, but I do not believe it is that. This is trespassing? Maybe, yeah. No, I think that's pretty clear it is. You guys tell me what is this? (laughs) Uh, It is regicide. Yes. (laughs) You didn't realize, but yeah, that was really a plea for help. Uh, Without my permission, another... Oh, so this guy... This is important to know. This guy's caravan is a kebab shop. 
Yeah, no, no, the, the, no, this guy's the dessert shop. The kebab shop guy broke in, I think. Right, right. No, I think, okay, well, he says, without my permission, another kebab shop owner, supposed to be an owner, comes in and literally walks in my oh, okay. shop. He's a dueling kebab shop. Yes, oh. like one, of, one of whom sells dessert. One of them is looking to get into the dessert game. He's trying to work I out what, what cups you need to buy. Yeah. Um, and like he owns the joint. This is stealing someone else's business idea. Brackets, crazy mm. cups. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> someone else's hard work What kind of professionalism is this This man in this video Is pretty much stealing my work My mm. ideas and taking it to his own shop Which I had contacted my suppliers And he has also called them up And ordered the same food Well that's not illegal That's, that's <laughs> absolutely not illegal unless, unless these crazy cups have been like trademarked or whatever what do we think? Okay, I'll let, I'll let you finish. Sorry, and yeah, I, have yeah, some Dave, I need to delve into this. This with you, Jimmy's Kebabaronia is an idea stealer. He is mm-hmm. a walking trespasser. Please support <laughs> me and share Jimmy's Kebab owner video secretly coming into my caravan <laughs> and stealing my items. Regards, name. Does he steal items? I don't think he steals items. He films items. Films items. No, but he steals, steals the ideas. I- yeah. yeah. There's, there's, oh, an idea is an item, I suppose. There's a real acceleration of ideas coming. <laughs> One of the things that's quite nice in this is that. That I can't see them because it's a screenshot. One of them is presumably a thumbnail of the video of the confrontation. Yeah. And then the other one is clearly a photo or perhaps a video in of Jimmy at the counter of Jimmy's Kebabs Peronia, which suggests that then he's walked into his store and started filming him, which was the original complaint. That's true. That's wow. very true. I mean, you know. So let's begin... Uh, let's begin the tribunal. <laughs> what do we believe Crazy Cups to be? Uh, so we know it's a, it's something in the dessert family. Yeah. So I would imagine the cup itself, if mm-hmm. that's the name of it, mm-hmm. it's either a brightly coloured plastic cup that you put ice cream in or it's some sort of edible cup that you put <laughs> yogurt or ice cream in. Okay. Those uh, are the only two options I can think I of. Think By edible cup, do you mean cone? <laughs> <laughs> sure, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be waffle. Uh, it could be, Okay, you what know, some other dessert cone? What, what are some other dessert cups you could make? Uh, it could be chocolate, I guess, like a chocolate cup. It could be... I think this is... Uh, guys... I think this is a cup with sauce with a soft serve in it. Okay, I, don't, okay. I don't see I don't see any way around this. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Okay. Because I think I think after the McFlurry, this like the field of dessert science. Mm. Like you, you, you think? What you think McFlurry in and that sort of like? I think McFlurry is the last leap forward in the field of dessert science. I sorry, I'll clarify. Uh huh. I think following the McFlurry, which I'm going to say was probably the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, probably 20 years ago now. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think following that, we had a bunch of bullshit, like with Heston Blumenthal doing like bullshit, crazy molecular dessert mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, But you think we peaked in like 998 or whatever and have been downhill since then? Well, I just don't think there's been any advancements. Maybe uh, Dippin' Dots? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I would have said Cold Rock, which is kind of a twist uh, on the McFlurry. Yeah, sure. Exactly. I think I, that's what I think Crazy Cups are. That's what I assumed is like a pickins. You've got a small Mars bars, oh, that, dried apricots. That does sound crazy. All of that. Yeah, you chop it up and you mix it in. What yeah. was your? Uh, I, I haven't had a Cold Rock in many years, but what was your? Cookie what was dough your cold gummy rock? bears. What? Sorry. Cookie dough and gummy bears. Okay, Dave. What was your Cold Rock? Uh, it was Snickers and um, peanut butter ice cream. 
Fuck, that's pretty good. Mm, I'd yeah. like to. I'd wish, oh, we could be eating some cold rock right now. <laughs> uh, for people, uh, I, I imagine you have cold rock all over the world. In America, it's called cold stone. Cold stone, so right? Okay. I'm, I'm sure they probably would have worked that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just imagining a bunch of North American listeners just like pacing around their house, being like, "What the what fuck? <laughs> what the fuck?" No, just because if we don't explain it, there will be a post in the fucking Facebook group being yeah. like, "What the fuck are these idiots talking about?" Yeah. Um, did you think that the I liked the gummy worms in it? Mm. Gummy it worms. Wrong. It's it's the mm. wrong. It, so you can't put in an ice cream. You can't put something that has spring back in it. Do you know what I mean? Well, actually, Dave, I'd say the entire point of Crazy Cups is you can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> They're the anarchist snack. They're the yeah. joker of desserts. I mean, <laughs> show me in the rule book, Dave. <laughs> as long as you're willing to be the fucking joker. <laughs> oh, so you want to be the Batman of desserts, Dave? <laughs> Just Which? vanilla ice cream. <laughs> oh, or a sensible tiramisu. <laughs> but the thing I never understood about Cold Stone Creamery or Cold Rock is the sort of teppanyaki style having to cut it up in front of you. I did not really understand on that cold slate of marbles. I find that interesting, Michael, because you and I once went to a house party at university when Uh we were like in our early 20s. Yeah. And instead of bringing booze, we brought a marble slab and a bunch of pick and mix and some like black and gold... Vanilla ice cream. And what? Set, yep, and set up our own. We, we, you and I did. You this. and I did. Yes. No. Yep, we did. We it brought was, a marble slab. Yep, we brought a marble slab. <laughs> what the fuck was <laughs> this? Why wasn't I invited? I don't know. Maybe. Mm, I think this is a false this memory. Never happened. No, no, this, this never definitely happened. happened. <laughs> if you listened to this podcast and went to university with me, <laughs> this, this, this didn't happen. There's no this, way. No, we did. And what I found Can, was. Do you know? Do you know the part? Do you remember the name of the person whose party no it was? No idea. It was at university. I probably didn't even fucking know them. <laughs> You just um, yeah. Can you, you imagine <laughs> how obnoxious that hey, would Hey, Cold Rock guy. Uh, <laughs> where do you want me to put this uh, gigantic metal slide? Uh, right, I'm here. Ooh, it's quite big. Actually, could like 10 people get out of the living room? I'm <laughs> hey, going to need um, this entire table. Ben and Hing, did you bring that keg of beer you were going to bring? Guys, we got something <laughs> so much better. I'm sure it was you. Uh, it sounds like something I would have um, committed to doing, but also sounds like something I forgot because I... Um, and, that, and that marble, to be clear as well, in a cold rock creamery, that bench top has a it's refrigerated, refrigerated whatever, now, you know. underneath it. So I imagine you made an incredible mess. Interestingly, <laughs> it's refrigerated for a very good and sound scientific reason. <laughs> because if you cut up ice cream, it melts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's the thing, though. This marble you put in the freezer. So we brought it in an esky thing. So it, it turns up. <laughs> you, bought, you bought commercial grade... Pick and mix marble. Yep, yep. You put it in the freezer and then it's good for, you know, X amount of um, things before it heats up. I was thinking, ice cream's cold. We're not putting like fucking, you know, beef ragu on the thing. Like, it's going to, it's going to stay nice and frosty for a long time. You get like two cold rocks out of, out of that before you have to pop it back in the freezer. And the hosts were like, well, I don't know, man. Like, I guess we can take some. (laughs) You take all the beer out of the (laughs) fridge. Um, but wow. it, was, it was a hit. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two cold rocks would be your one, the test one that you made. Please, yeah. please. Um, I ate before I came. <laughs> 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 anyway. Oh, yeah. No, I, oh, well, what I was going to say. If you were at that party, please get in touch. <laughs> I don't think that that's That party your, did that, never happen. That party never. That's not. That's. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, huh. What was the... Sorry, Dave. We were getting back to what is Crazy Cups. We think oh, Crazy yes. Cups is some sort of soft serve you put... um, You put... 
like dessert I, things into. So, so for that reason, I don't think it's having having been in the sort of cold rock business myself. <laughs> uh, you know, as an amateur, as an enthusiast. Um, was this I at think- all related to the people who wanted to give us free ice cream to sponsor our comedy show? <laughs> I think this was a separate ice cream incident. <laughs> okay. Um, I, but just by the, so you know, I've Googled Crazy Cups and like the first few entries are Fern Tree Gully, Fern Tree Gully <gasps> Reviews, Fern Tree Gully Phone. So I, I think actually the whole brand of this guy's is not a kebab store. Crazy Cups is perhaps his brand. But he said another kebab store owner. Yes, so I think he wanted to. Oh, we have, is this the second time we've been tripped up by the word "another" in this podcast? Well, maybe there's maybe this person owns multiple businesses. Maybe they own a kebab shop and a crazy cup store, and then across the road there's another kebab van or something. But okay. I think it's exactly what like I think that a kebab store has decided to set up a pick and mix bar, oh. and the way that they're going to do it is they go to very popular Fern Tree Gully Crazy Cups um, mm. ice creamery, mm-hmm. and then they've just started. Making notes of you know what type of bowls they use, what type of you know it sounds like you could crazy the cups are. They could have just talked to you because it sounds like you did quite a bit of research. I I could have really helped them out there. But see, this is the thing. In my research, I believe that because he says explicitly it's a caravan, so this is a traveling dessert outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you have the power to 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 keep. A cold stone cold. I'm not taking your advice for this. <laughs> Can I? This guy is a caterer. This guy has a business. No, I'm saying that you I... went to a party. <laughs> I'm saying you imagined you went to a party. That's your experience in this. Place. I'm saying that I don't doubt this man has desserts, but if they're mobile, I don't think it's a cold stone operation. Right. Okay. Because you think the generator required. Oh, I think you need a bifrost. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was uh, I was just reminded of something. And when I tell you guys this story, you'll remember the people involved, but we won't use their names. We, one time we were going to a land cafe and our richest friend yeah. offered to buy us all pick and mix from the servo nearby. Yeah. And so we all went in and we all got like $2 worth of little gummy bears. And he was like, "Oh, it's and great. at the time that was like insanely generous." I remember thinking, "Like, yeah. that's really nice." It's of them. so nice. They're so like they're so wealthy, and they they just they're so like, yeah. it's great to have a rich friend. Then one of our friends <laughs> who is, I would who who really loves to eke out an edge on every person he yeah, comes no, into contact with. Yeah, he. But I also think that he's one of the people who I described as not even being the main character in his own life. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, he's he's comedic relief all around. He he filled his little paper bag to the brim. And they're, pay- and they're charged by weight. And he took it up to the counter. And ours are all like $3 or whatever. And the guy weighed <laughs> his and was like, that'll be $34. <laughs> <laughs> and, our, and our rich friend was like, I'm not paying for that. And just walked out. <laughs> That's how you get fucking rich, guys. Yeah, you really... So well, then- But then he had to go back to the pick and mix stand. <laughs> and redistribute. But because it was all mixed. Yeah. Because it's in that order, right? You pick and then you mix. You can't mix and then... You know what I mean? That's, that's entropy. That's, that was going to say, that's yeah, how entropy works. <laughs> you get, to get the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> oh, just scoop them back in. Oh. Oh. Um, anyway, do you guys want do you guys want to take us I'd home? I'd love one to take us home on this Yuletide Eve. All right, so this was posted to our Facebook group. Uh, that's Free to a Good Home, a podcast about classifieds mm-hmm. by Liam S. Smith. Thank you, Liam. And it's a Reddit post uh, asking if I'm the asshole. And mm. the question oh, is, yep. am I the asshole? For choosing lobster over my child. <laughs> I mean, do, do you want, do you want to get a real kind of rumble stiltskin situation? <laughs> I do think I do think the way that this guy has phrased that question 
makes me think that he he may suspect in his heart of hearts that he is the arsehole. <laughs> okay, well, do you guys, just just reading the title, do you guys want to hearing the title? Do you guys want to get in your votes oh, you early? Do an over under. Okay, yeah. uh, I would say I think this guy's probably the arsehole, okay. but Dave? it's a numbers game just because mostly they are. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's very hard to. It, it would have to be so much lobster for this to be reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of empire. Maybe you're saving the lobster. Yeah, or maybe, maybe, maybe extinction. You're yeah. feeding Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. The title sounds bad, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. I work as a lobster fisherman. I'm away from home for months at a time and then come back four to six weeks uh, for four to six weeks to spend time with my roommate and my kids. With the Christmas season approaching, he, I'm, yeah, okay. yep, yep, I'm yep. scheduled to get off December 22nd. My captain just approached me and asked uh, that they said they sh- they're short on men for one week and he wants me to stay on for another week. It pays more time and a half, which would be $700 a day. Mm. Much more than all my friends earn. Okay, I, I well, could really use the money, so I told them I would do it. My roommate is upset with me because she wants me to come home and spend time with her and my kids. From my perspective... Hang on, hang on. Yeah, no, this is very confusing to me. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's, let's stop there for a second. So, mm-hmm. so I'm starting to feel that maybe the, he's not the asshole. He's, he's, he, what he's actually saying is, am I the asshole for being in a economic circumstances where I have to work on Christmas Day? Look, that's possible, but also like... Does his roommate, who we don't know what the relationship is, look after his children all That was what all, I wanted to know. All the time, but for what was it four to six weeks? Or a is year? his roommate his life coach there, and wants him to <laughs> All of this will be Oh okay, 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 more okay, detail. okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I could really use the money, so I told her I'll do it. My roommate is upset with me because she wants me to come home and spend time with her and my kids. Um, from my perspective, I could really use the money for bills and Christmas is just a day on the calendar. We can celebrate at the end of the month when I get home. Also I recently bought a meat slicer for $200. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I read it, am I the asshole? Okay. So, and then there's, I, don't, I can't see any of the replies, but this person has edited it. Oh, okay. And they've gone answering a few of the common questions. Sure, sure. A couple of the old FAQs. <laughs> uh, my roommate is the mother of my children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and also my girlfriend, but we are not in love. <laughs> Oh, because he's married to the sea. Yeah, okay. Of yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just the power play yeah. of calling the mother of your children your roommate. That's wild. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try that. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this sentence will blow your minds. So remember, this is in response to an FAQ. This is, this is answering some questions people keep asking. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I am the primary user of the meat slice. <laughs> 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 when, uh, fair. Yep. when I am home, but she has full use of it while I'm away. Yeah, I mean, M- so much like my gaming PC with Shaq. <laughs> I mean, she, she, I'd say she's the primary user. If she, I mean, she, she has, she has 40, 46, 46 weeks in a year to just slice as much meat as she wants. And you know, the thing is, you can also, you can slice meat for the days when he's home. If you, with a little bit of forward thinking, yeah. you could have sliced meat 365 Ready. days a year. Yeah. <laughs> the, the edit two. I'm getting a lot of questions about the meat slices. <laughs> <laughs> when you buy ribeye pre-sliced, there's a 50% premium per slice relative to buying a full ribeye and slicing it yourself. So, assuming you have three or four ribeyes a week, <laughs> <laughs> hang on, <laughs> the meat slicer pays for itself yep. over about two years. <laughs> How many Christmases do you need to work? <laughs> Uh, and that's the whole. That's the. That's all the that's, copy that, we have. That's all the copy we've got. Now look, 
I, I would never regret someone for having to, like you said, Dave, someone needs to work on Christmas I, Day. I've moved well from that. That's <laughs> no longer my position. <laughs> okay, let me ask you something. If if he hadn't done, if, if, these, if these circumstances were more or less exactly the same, uh-huh. but he had said the mother of my child and my girlfriend, yeah, yeah. the whole thing, yeah. would you? Because I think I would actually be on his side then. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like that would that, the the way that doesn't change any of the material circumstances. I think even if he just said that I'm the main main user of the meat slice, yes, <laughs> full use. That, that <laughs> three to four ribeye steaks a week is that the family eats them? But then also oh, that's true. That's there's three people. Yeah, but, but that's then, also does that mean that one one meal a week he makes himself a ribeye and then they have something else sliced ribeyes? Well, yeah, because he has full use of the machine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's also away for four to six weeks at a time. Why are you so slicing a ribeye? <laughs> I don't understand this. It's savings. Is a ribeye a steak? Yeah. That you... It's like a really good steak. No, right, no I think okay. he, what he's doing is he's buying like four... I'm going to show my lack of understanding of how a cow works. But I think he's buying like four ribs... A, like a no, big chunk no. And then slicing it into steaks Using his $200 uh, meat slice I think the point of a ribeye Is it doesn't have any bones or, No, it's a ribeye No, yeah, yeah, yeah No, it's the eye of the ribs Yeah, yes. yeah So the eye of the, Yeah, but you can buy a log of it And then cut yeah, it up Yeah, exactly He's buying As a opposed meat log. to buying What you would think uh, of as a ribeye steak And then Because and I was thinking he was buying You know in the You know in the wrestler <laughs> The thing that Mickey Rourke Jams his thumb in like at a deli. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, sure. I haven't seen that film. That's but I your go-to to for that? For a meat slicer. Oh, for describing a meat slicer? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That, real, that moment really stayed with me. <laughs> okay. You know, I was like, I get, I get what you're talking about. I haven't seen that film. And I thought you were talking about I, a scene in the, the fighter. Was it the fighter? The wrestler. No, the wrestler, no. sorry. Where Mickey Rock goes to a deli and puts his thumb through a ribeye steak. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's actually, I've seen that movie and that's what I thought it was. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's good steak. Anyway, I'm very sad about my career. <laughs> you know, that film was written by the head writer of The Onion. Wild. Anyway, um, <laughs> they can, they really can do anything. Yeah, it's not so a parody w- about George W. Bush. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I think that that is like a pastrami slicer or a sandwich meat slicer. I think this is a steak slicer, isn't it? A knife. I imagine they're the same thing. No. Oh. I'm imagining something that looks a little bit like a paper guillotine, but for meat. The Mickey Rourke slicer. That's the that, that's the one. Where, yeah, that you make pastrami you, you or could something. Only you could only slice thin things with that. It's like no, a julienne. But doesn't have a um, doesn't it have an adjustable blade or something? Yeah, but the, you can, the most you could get is like what half a centimeter. Yeah, right. In the okay. way that like a razor blade has an adjustable blade. Uh huh. Uh-huh, like okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. So I think this is like a guillotine. You know those things that you guillotine yes. documents with. That's what I. That's what I, I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think it is. Right. Okay. Okay. Do you think it was worth? Do you think that was worth two hundred bucks? No, and I also, I also very much query the fifty percent markup on slicing. That is bullshit. His doctor is fuck. I mean, doctor, his, his butcher is fucking him. Yeah, yeah. I. It's also I, I, one of the things. Now that you shrieked my ears. Can I get a pound of ribs, please? Yeah, but it's like it's like five bucks a slice. Oh fuck you, doctor. There's a lovely little detail which makes me sure that this is real. Obviously, mm. people don't put this stuff on Reddit just to be fake. But the fact that he's a lobster fisherman mm. and his favorite meat isn't lobster. Yeah, feels I think right. that's a nice like. That's, yeah, that's, oh. that's good world building. Yeah. Because okay. if he was like, yo, I've got this lobster contraption, it's like, man. Yeah, a bit on the nose. This is a, this is best, definitely a first pass of this draft. Here's, okay, so if I was if I was uh, this father of a child, 
Does, so he never, several he, children. He never specifies how old his child is. No, but I think it's a couple of kids actually, because it says uh, he. Yeah, he oh, uses, yeah, three ribeyes. Yeah, which, no, but three to four, which means that somebody doesn't get steak, and I know I'm fixated <laughs> on that. No, Mo. Uh, no, one Mo, of them's a vegetarian. I don't know. When we when we cook for Mo, you don't give. I'll I'll get like I'll get two big steaks, and then he'll you know he'll sit on the, the floor. Up, he'll sit on the floor and cry. <laughs> no, we kind of just cut it up. So you know, with your meat yeah. slice, with, with your two hundred dollar meat. Oh wait, that does save us money. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. So I I've, sorry, I've, just quickly, I just had yeah. a memory. A memory. It uh-huh. happened about three hours ago. Uh-huh. I wanted to get some steaks for tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drove out to the butcher, and I got there, and the butcher was like, "We don't have any meat." I was like, "What the fuck do you mean, have any meat?" Oh, He's like, "It's just for Christmas." I was like, "This is when you should have the most meat." And he was like, nah, look. And he like gestured to the cabinets and there was like a fucking sausage in there. Like, so what did you what did you all get? I didn't. Oh. I got really shirty with him and walked out. <laughs> Wait, you got angry at him because well, you were... I was just were... like, oh, that's... Okay. You know, you know what you should have done is you should have gone to the Northern Beaches to buy meat. Because yeah. they have that problem at the moment. Yeah. You're probably not allowed to now that uh, no, I think there's, about there's it. very much like a blockade. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh. Yeah. No, I didn't get angry at him. I was just like, oh, I didn't... He's like, yeah, man. Because like, he was like, yeah, it's just for Christmas. You idiot. Why would you try and buy meat? Well, because I guess they wouldn't restock for tomorrow at this time. That's what he said. Yeah, he was right. like, we're, we're closed for a week. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, right. So... Uh, and then I jammed his thumb in the fucking <laughs> slice. <laughs> uh, so I reckon if I... I don't have kids. Um, in fact... Famously. In fact, I... Um, my niece and nephew were staying uh, with my parents recently with, with us uh, in the big house with us. Um, and they are the most... Sorry, by the, by the big house you mean prison. <laughs> yeah. And they are the most well-behaved, mm-hmm. smart, mm-hmm. lovely, kind children. Mm-hmm. And I spent 15 minutes with them and was like, <laughs> hum, we cannot have kids. <laughs> what did they do that really upset you? Nothing. They, 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 uh, one of them asked me, um, one of them asked me why I was eating a sandwich. Oh, and no, I no, fuck he, he and, fucking hate And that. I was like, I was like, because I want to. What, are you, what, the, what the fuck is with all these questions? And the other one made fun of how you got water out of your ear. Yeah, and then they were filming. No, yeah. And then my dad was like, Michael, you can't. He was, he was like, Michael, they're just asking why. They're in a why stage. Yeah. And I was like, why are they in? Oh, no. Uh, that's yeah, <laughs> see? Yeah. Um, I think part of the problem with kids, and uh, Ben, you've got a child, so you, I don't know. Sure. It's one of the problems with them is that they get attention. Yeah. And at, then, at your expense, very often. At my expense. Yeah. At the, um, yeah. It's a real. I would imagine that if I had to work Christmas, and yeah. if I promised my kids I was going to be home for Christmas, and then found myself having to work mm. for this extra money that would be really helpful, wouldn't an easy bargain with kids to be like, hey, I've got to work this Christmas, but I'm earning $700 a day. I can probably buy you a nice toy. Your own meat slicer. <laughs> your own, say, your and own, then you'll have your own one to operate. Your own Fisher and Michael means meat slicer. Um, I'm, I'm more surprised than I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be at all, actually. Mm. Like, it's weird that I'm surprised by this. Mm. That they fish lobsters on Christmas. I don't know why. I thought there'd be like some lobster armistice. <laughs> like World War One. Yeah. Lob- Christmas lobsters. truce with the lobsters. And fishermen come out and play games like of game football. He's probably needed for the game of football, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. I imagine. I imagine lobsters being. I mean, because. In Australia, people generally eat a lot of lobster in the summer anyway, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. people are going to need lobster for New Year's. Yeah. No, it makes yeah. perfect sense because capitalism is horrible. <laughs> that's, that's what I keep forgetting. Um, you know what? I, uh, uh, did you guys, I, I know a lot of lobster facts. Um, because I researched And you don't like kids Because that's something That a seven year old Would say to you While cornering you At a barbecue (laughs) Uh, I spent spent a good part Of 2019 Dressed as a lobster Performing comedy Oh yeah That's what you did um, A couple of Cool lobster facts Did you know Oh you guys know They don't die Naturally really I think that's a myth Uh, Well they grow to like 
150 years old. Like, like turtles. Oh. Is this like like giant turtles don't die No, lobsters. No, yes. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about lobsters. I, 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 I understand <laughs> the premise of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's uh, sake. Uh, no, they keep they keep growing. They they don't have the 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 thing in their DNA that breaks down over time like we do. Yeah. That means their cells are unable to regenerate. So right now, Peter Thiel is like paying a team in Norway yeah. to try and work out how to inject it into yeah, his spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lobster blood in his uh, bathtub yeah. every every week. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but the the way they do die is obviously predators. But obviously, mm. they've, they've, but then they grew this giant hard shell. So now nothing can good kill on, them. And good on them. So the only thing that can kill them is uh, is old apex predators. Oh. <laughs> Top of the food chain. Yeah. Um, but it's gotten to a point where in by 2040, there'll be no lobsters left. Well, they should have thought about that. Be- <laughs> Who should have? The lot be- yeah. uh, before they uh, angered us in some way. I assume they wronged us in the past. Why else would we be doing this horrible <laughs> stuff to them? But imagine something going from literally immortal to extinct in like 40 years. It's yeah, like it's humbling. Yeah. Um, Dave, thank you so much for having us in your lovely house. You were you were spot on with the air conditioner. Thank by you. The way. Yeah. It's it, it, it would have been, been too, much. too chilly. Yeah. How powerful, powerful would have been a mistake? And yeah, I'm I think glad. So. Yeah. And we couldn't have changed it during the podcast. Would have affected the. Yeah. Absolutely not. It would have been a disaster. But um, oh. to our listeners, have a Merry Christmas. And, um, and uh, you know, Dave's kind of touched on this on the top, but d- this year has been um, really hard for a lot of people. And mm. I think it sometimes gets forgotten because everybody kind of jokes about it. But it, it, it genuinely has been a, a real, real difficult one for a lot of people. So um, if you've gotten through it, you're doing really well. Mm. And um, and uh, we'll we'll see you in 2021. This will be our last step for, for Yeah, of course, if you're a butcher who didn't sell meat... Yeah. To Ben today. Uh, Sorry about fuck you. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you. And thank you for all the lovely messages you've been sending us. Keep them coming. And if you've been supporting the Patreon, um, that's really meant the world to us. Mm. Um, and sorry that we didn't get up to Brisbane. Um, my, uh, I had some childcare issues that meant that I couldn't leave Sydney. Mm. Um, but probably good thing we didn't. Otherwise, we might not have gotten well, back to Well, Ben says <laughs> childcare issues. What happened was he was um, contracted to work on a lobster boat for seven <laughs> days. <laughs> and his roommate is just not going to look yeah, after yeah. the kid by herself. Um, um, Dave, you've been uh, Twitch streaming a bit lately where can people uh, watch you play video games uh, they can watch me play video games badly and talk about musicals on twitch.tv slash eatmedave and we also have Dragon Friends the yeah. Christmas ep- episode of that oh, dropped cool. today I don't know when this is coming out but on Christmas Eve it, it dropped yeah. I think I think it'll either come out Christmas Eve or, or Boxing Day I or, can't bring myself yeah. to edit a podcast on Christmas <laughs> Day I just, I just can't do it guys <laughs> right, am I the asshole for choosing podcast over my um, yeah, thank you all for listening to this, and we'll see you next year. And thank you for joining us, Dave Harmon. Hey, yeah. thank you for having me. Bye. 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 If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.